Welcome to the CEO Story, brought to you by KC Johan, founder of Together CFO, where every week we're interviewing the top CEOs in various industries, sharing their journey and extracting the top things that made them successful. Hey guys, got a fantastic episode for you today. We've got Troy Hoffman. Troy's built over six companies that have reached over a million dollars. Uh, he's been on the Inc. 500 list, as well as many more achievements in life. So, Troy, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. How are you doing? Awesome. Thanks, Casey, for having me. It's been a fun day already. We've been working on a whole new product line for the uh, supplement company and the rebrand and trying to launch it this morning. So, it's been a fun day so far. Fantastic. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and the supplement company is one of many. So why don't we, uh, we take it from there? So currently we, the, the main company is called Simplaris. We are a class action settlement administration company and also do different areas of corporate remediation, data breach, lean resolution, kind of chapter 11 bankruptcy work a little bit here and there. Um, but that's the main company right now. And what we've done with that company is we built a like a very giant like ERP software platform now we're for ourselves to use and now we're basically kind of taking it out to the market to like government agencies and giant corporations and giant banks and everything so they can start using this whole integrated platform so that's kind of like the one main company we've got the Troy Hoffman coaching and brand which I don't have too much time to put into but we do spend a lot of time coaching entrepreneurs part of several entrepreneur groups EO entrepreneurs organization um, a lot of us volunteer and help each other out. Um, a lot working with a lot of like running our own little coaching programs, um, launching that. We just launched Hatch, which is an online course right now to like how do you grow and scale businesses. Um, just trying to share everything I've got so you don't make the same mistakes I made. And then we've got this supplement company kind of started playing with the idea about two years ago, kind of went to product about a year. And a half ago just launching one bottle to figure out how to sell one bottle to kind of learn online marketing better and and so now we're running I think we're I don't know about $150,000 a month run rate there with basically just three products we're about to launch seven more there um, and those are the main ones right now currently Casey That's so fantastic so you've, you've had a lot of success uh, over your career Let, let's start by breaking down the companies from the past so mm -hmm. you've built over six companies that have reached the million plus mark. The first one went to five, from two to five million. Um, sorry, two of them have went past five million. Can you break down how you would, just in high level, because we don't obviously have too much of your time, but what steps did you take to take an idea from inception to testing, to, to launch, to execution? So, someone just asked me this and we were just kind of joking. So it was pretty easy. Like the first thing was like a t-shirt business and it's old school t-shirts. You go and print up 12 of them with some logo you come up with and somebody buys it. Then you buy 12 to go to 36 and 36 becomes 72 and 72 becomes 144 shirts when you're ordering these. Right. And it just kind of, then we started rolling another idea and another design. And over several months we kind of built the website and this has started in 94, you know, and, and kind of started getting the online sales going. And then we started, traveling and doing the conferences and then someone says hey can you do shirts for us and next thing you know we're doing amway conferences and youth conferences and like these um these kind of like where all the bands show up and play kind of like Lollapalooza type things but in the christian world and then we started doing some we found another designer made all this like surfwear and then skatewear 
and it just kind of, and we drove around with like boxes in the car. So for about two years of kind of, or several years, kind of two or three years going through this. And then someone said, hey, can you build a website for us? We're like, sure. And so we kind of had like a little tech team. Um, my buddy Travis at the time was helping us build these online shopping carts if someone else wanted it. And then someone else saw what we built and someone else, and that's how we created value web. And next thing you know, we started getting these huge accounts, right? But I also, during the both of those, I mean, I was 18 to 24 doing all this. I didn't have the coaches. I didn't have a CFO. I had no idea what taxes were. I had no idea what business licenses were. I had no idea that, that like how to screw stuff up, how to get yourself in debt, how to, how to do contracts. Like you had no systems or processes in place. You were just going, just going. We learned how to use um, access databases. We built for our ordering. Like we got the tech and we got the product, right? But we didn't know the business management, didn't know the psychology, didn't know how to, like the legal side, like there was zero coaches. There wasn't like this online space. There wasn't people like KC sharing this type of information, the whole entrepreneur community. And we grew so fast. And then all of a sudden things just started just falling apart. People weren't paying their bills. We gave them a bunch of product. There was no contracts. I kind of took people on their word. And all of a sudden you get so much stuff out that people don't start paying you. And then we build these huge websites for the back end. And then all of a sudden like, hey, we're not paying you till it's done, but we needed cash. And you know, we didn't really understand how to really do this right. So it became a, just kind of collapsed. And I could have easily saved if I would have had good coaches, mentors, some consultants. I didn't even know guys like uh, CFOs even existed exactly back then, you know? So it was very interesting, so. Yeah, so I think a lot of touch points there, but generally speaking, if we were to summarize it in a, in a couple of sentences is, you had an idea, you started small, and then you just ramped up the quantity. It's even easier these days because you don't even have to have an inventory spend with drop ship and private label no. and things like that. And it makes that world has advanced so much to now. But okay, so then let's move on from that. So you started, you built it, you had some problems. And then what did you do to kind of start something new or kind of get over that in your mind? Because you're still a young guy at this point uh, and you've built a company, you've had great you obviously had a lot of ups with some quick money coming in and then losing it all. How did you, where were you mentally with at that point? Well, I was, tw was like 23, but 324 at this time. Um, man, it was crappy. Like I, I ended up moving back to my parents, um, had to lay off. I think it was about 20 something people kind of involved 25 or something like that. Um, man, it sucked. I would drive around at night and sedate. I'd smoke cigarettes and drink Mountain Dew and, and think my world was over and trying to sell this and all the tapes. And they got, I had, I got lucky enough to do one thing. Like I, my dad was a chiropractor, um, neurologist, internal medicine, clinical nutritionist. He got around like all these like chiropractic conventions. Right. So we were kind of exposed a little bit to the motivational world. And he always listened to this stuff. This guy, uh, mark him on management for chiropractors. And so you kind of like, and I kind of had those tapes and around, you know, 16, 17, 18, I started, I was listening to all these tapes on the lifeguard tower and, and driving around the car and trying to do other things. Like I was, I was just listening to the tapes 24 seven before all this happened. So I had the Zig Ziglar's I had the, I started having all these remote mentors just from the mental side. So I was like, okay, this is only part of the journey. The failure is part of the journey. And I was able to kind of like, think of all these stories, like what happened to Zig Ziglar? And you know, when he was fat and he, and he was trying to sell the pots and pans and, his challenges and I had Jim Rohn and I had, I had Charlie Tremendous Jones and I had 
like Brian Tracy, and then I was just trying to devour this stuff. Mark Victor Hansen talking about having the vision, having something that you can see in your mind that you're going to accomplish no matter what. And, 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 and if it wasn't for that, I think I would have been really completely destroyed, right? It was Absolutely. those people, those thoughts, those things that got inserted, the books. Um, you know, I got an Amway at 17, so you had books, tapes, and functions. So all of that kind of really helped limit the disaster in my life. And I was like, okay, what's next? And that's where I went to college. Got so. it. So you, you worked on yourself. You built your mind stronger, even though you were at a low point and uh, moving back home, mm -hmm. laying off all your friends and, and your colleagues. It must have been tough, especially for a young guy as well. I remember, you're pretty young at this point, mm -hmm. uh, 23. And then to, to kind of be a sponge and soak up all this information and, and really drill it into your subconscious so that yeah. you knew that this was just part of your journey going forward. It was just one chapter of many and believing that there is more success to come. Yes. I mean, I'm, I, I'm a huge fan of books, tapes, and functions. Like that was an old Amway saying, but now it's like audible. Now it's getting a hold of online courses. It's got devouring the e-courses. Like I still devour courses even at this level but instead of going to the course like i just i find whoever wrote the course i call them up and i pay them to consult with us now so i spend one-on-one -on -one with whoever created the course now so i can grab their information and, and try to shove as much in here as i can because without without changing our mindsets and without changing our skill sets and changing our vision like nothing shifts in our life you know for things to change i must change for things to get better i must get better Absolutely. So, so there's a lot of Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins in there and uh, it makes a lot of sense in terms of you want to be trained or mentored by the top people in the business at yeah. whatever level that is. So if you can't afford to kind of go hire them individually for hours mentor or coaching, well, you can get the CDs or the e-courses or the online YouTube videos that they all do for free. Half it's free. I mean, there's like unlimited free stuff. You can spend, you can spend three years educating yourself. MIT's got free stuff. All the colleges and universities have free stuff. I mean, there's, it's so amazing how much free stuff that people are just dumped yeah. out there. And there's no secrets. It's just stuff we haven't learned yet. It's so. being more resourceful. I think, you know, a lot of the things it comes down to, looking inside, but right now in the world that we live in and technology, the way it's advanced is if you can become more resourceful, you can pretty much learn anything, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So then fast forward, then you've rebuilt yourself after this, uh, after you lost your first company, you went back to school, you learned a lot, you absorbed a lot. Then what happened after that? So I started a day spa while I was in college, waited tables and bartend. I started picking up waiting tables when everything was falling apart to make money. I was so terrible at it. Um, I got moved from like, like a back waiter to like a bus where that cleared the table, couldn't even deliver the food right. So I was just kind of like the bread boy. I had to start where you grab the bread, put it on the plate. You know what I mean? So I liked the restaurant industry. I was able to make incredible money at fine dining back then at these two different fine dining restaurants. And I learned a lot from there, like people skills and even moving faster and better and, the day spa, we, we got off the ground, it was full, and I was able to actually sell that. Like my partner bought me out, which kind of gave me cash to kind of like move out to California, move out to help start this other company out here, gave me, um, yeah, gave me like a kind of like a security blanket of, of cash flow, right? And I feel like, and then I also picked up a job waiting table to bartending a night here for another fine dining type place where you can walk in and six o'clock at night and walk out at 10 o'clock would make $300 take home, you know, 
very little taxes tracked, most of it cash tips still in Orange County. And it was just a great way to make, you know, $6,000 a month, almost cash free, you know, and still work in the business all day, eight in the morning, you know, eight to eight to five, eight to six, every day, seven days a week, every night, waiting tables or working on stuff. If I wasn't working, you know, get up at five, six, work out and go to work and then run the pace and just keep doing this day in, day out, day in, day out. So you were disciplined, you, know? you had a good schedule where you knew, hey, I've got a little bit of security blanket over here with some money. I'm making some money from my day job, but the rest of the time, that's where you were really putting yourself to work. And in one year, I did $3,000 in sales in that company. It took me 12 months to get $3,000 in income in that company. So we what a, happened to do that? You know, we had to create a brand new, we had to market to people that were extremely high end. We were selling a high end product. I had to learn the product, create the marketing. And it's a giant service industry where people give you millions of dollars to manage, to send out mail, to receive responses, to send out uh, tax payments and checks at the end. So it took a long time to build faith. I mean, we were delivering 20 to 40 boxes of Krispy Kreme door to door to door every day. I was like, I would stay up and create my own marketing pieces. I would call and cold call and call and cold call. Next year we did 350,000. Year after that it was like 1.4 or 5 million. Next year it was almost like four and a half million uh, at that company in three years and 10 months. So, so we just, went what, Let's just run those numbers so. one more time. So for people that are, that are listening, they can really absorb that. It took you 12 months to set up the company. And then in the next three month period, you made 300K. I think we did about, I think we did 352 at least, maybe we did more, like the actual cash collected, right? So you built um, a foundation, you took your time, you systematically did it step by step by step, testing, tweaking, optimizing, and then when it all kind of clicked together, it then kind of turned into this yes. rolling machine. And I think the quote is this, you got to be faithful to little before you're made faithful over much. Don't expect a week or two or, or six or a year. Like it takes time for people to really do well. People that are exceeding in something have either gone through a lot of prehistory in an area. Very few people just pop at something and just take off. They have some type of background. They were raised a certain way. They were educated in a certain way where they grow. But if you, and they're, they're the, there's a whole concept to the economics of endurance. And the willingness to kind of grow yourself and, and keep working on your mind and your skill sets and keep studying and learning and just, man, every day just keep applying. And I swear, as soon as you let off on that, like people have this fantasy, I feel like, right, that you can just let off the gas and cruise. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs, like truly deeply, like billionaires to people making millions of cash flow a year. And I even know the guy that wrote the 40-hour work year book, but he worked 100 hours to get to the... 40 hour work year while I was stepping away from that business to work on the next things. You know what I mean? And it's, you're always kind of working. You're always monitoring. You're always developing yourself. It's never just, the people are just never just, just hopping on a private plane and chilling like the rest of the well, Even the people that well, say they work. Let's talk about that. I really like know? that because you know, the world that we live in today is pretty much instant gratification in everything that we want, whether it's ordering food and having it delivered pretty much, right there and then Correct. or whether it's Amazon next day delivery or even better than that, two hour delivery on some groceries and things of that nature. The world is kind of with technology pushing us forward has evolved into this. You can pretty much have most things very quickly if you pay for them, but that's not the case with building successful businesses that will last the long term, right? 
keyword is last. You can rocket ship something, you know, rocket up and crash right down without you being the leader you need to become, without the systems, the processes, the people, the, the capital, the, the financial management, like without all the HR and all the pieces and all the tech and all the, all the things that make for sustainability to occur, it takes time to build and architect and run and manage and, and pull, even with the best people around you, even with our little supplement company that's been, we financed it. We also have a guy that's built massive brands in the past, online marketing, and a girl that's been trained for years in social media and marketing and, and elite, a guy that's run large companies, kind of all probably see another guy that was like scaling up another company in Chicago. Like with these people involved together, even like it's still, you know, we're growing at 15% a month, you know, without, without dumping huge cash and wasting a bunch of money. But, but you got to build it systematically and even growing it then you still got to be like, Oh, put the brakes on. We grow too fast, make bad decisions. It dumps. And, and that's this is, with top talent, yes. right? So I yes. think the key thing is there is even with, top talent, it's taking time. So if you're a solopreneur or you're on your own and you don't have an infrastructure, it's going to take you a lot longer, argument's Correct. sake. But I think a key part to, to really emphasize is you don't have to do it alone, right? There's, there's infrastructure out there. There's people you can reach out to or incubators or coaches and things of that nature that can support you and guide you in the 100%. areas that you're not strong at. So for instance, with myself, I'm a finance guy you know business and finance and numbers that all makes a lot of sense to me i'm not so strong on the marketing and the sales side and, mm -hmm. and not you know the attraction side of it so i've definitely spent tens of thousands of dollars kind of trying to fill those gaps and put the right people in place so i know firsthand the value of, of doing that and having good coaches in my corner what have you done uh, you mentioned you did the tapes the seminars and things of that nature but mm -hmm. in building let's just use a supplement company as an example uh, where you might not always have the cash flow to bring in top talent from day one. What are some of the things that you'd recommend? So I'll tell you the story here. Um, so one is, one is people always want to jump from here to here really fast. Right. What I, I like, I almost want to tell people is like, don't deny yourself the opportunity to learn it all. Don't deny your yourself the opportunity. If you're not good at quote unquote marketing, to go to Facebook and watch their free courses, to go learn all the things about marketing, to buy, to buy the books, um, God, on copywriting. And like, I, I literally bought these books on copyright. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I can uh, picture it in my mind right now. But, you know, I went to the, the seminars that Garrett put on, this guy, Garrett J. White, on online marketing. I made friends with guys like this. The warrior guy, right? Yep, Garrett J. White, amazing online marketer. And then hang out and spend quality time with Jeremy who built all of his marketing, built all the videos and really, and then trying to lean down the road as I could afford it, actually pulled Jeremy into different projects. But like when you deny yourself the basics of understanding, you're going to fail down the road. You can only lead as far as you've gone. You can only lead based on what your level of knowledge is or your ability to pull in another leader that can help guide in that specific area, if that makes sense. And, and so when you learn it yourself, when you truly have done the work, you can guide, you can, you can, you can gift people the knowledge and the intuition and the ability to say, here's exactly what I want from you. And, and you almost got to go through the process and go through those painful years of failure, the painful years of growth, the painful years of learning. I call them the wilderness years. 
You've got to go through these wilderness years. And if you don't, you're going to shortchange yourself somewhere someday. And it's these wilderness years, or, you, or you're lucky where you were raised in the right family, you were raised at the right school, and you were raised with the right mentors, you were raised with the right capital people, the right coaches, and you're able to just assimilate it all in the way, and you've got a super quick brain. And there's people like that. But then there's other people like uh, Naveen. Um, he spent $3 billion in exits. He started not with a family. Naveen that Naveen is a, a very good friend of mine. We actually did some uh, mindset uh, webinars together. Really? Yeah. I love Naveen. Like we, uh, my brother and I went to his, uh, if you get a chance, check out innovationbootcamp.com, guys. It's fantastic. Naveen's a guru at finance. So my brother and I, uh, Naveen and I were in Warrior together. And then we, my brother and I went to his conference. Fantastic. My brother did his coaching program. And, and it was just awesome, man. The Venus, Signed up for the coaching program in May. You later, did? Later this month, I'm, I'm starting the call. Uh, I love Naveen. Like, Naveen's a fantastic guy. And it's getting around guys like that. That's where you keep, you, you expand your circle of influence by showing up at, like, meeting guys like Casey or meet, going to these events and going to the online things and, you know, joining the different chat groups and Facebook and trying to make friends with all these different people because you, you're, you're learning, you're gathering information, so... Keep going, Casey. Fantastic. So, okay. So as we go to wrap up, where, where is the best place for people to be able to reach out to you and connect with you? So, um, man, I do this type of stuff because I love it. Because I, I, I don't want you to fail like I did. So, I mean, I tried putting out this show called Fireside Chats on YouTube and Facebook. And there's Troy I. Hoffman on Facebook, which is like, we're constantly trying to write stuff and share stuff and post stuff. And even on Instagram at at Hoffman Troy. And, and we're constantly just giving out and trying to share all the mental and emotional and physical and spiritual things in any way, shape, and form that I'm learning. So I can take it from me and impart it to you, basically. Um, you got TroyHoffman.com. You've got, uh, I'm not even sure what else we even have right now. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm super easy to find. If you really have a problem, you really need somebody there in your corner, you feel like no one's there for you, you feel like no one believes in you, you need someone to talk to you for a minute, or you want to book 15 minutes or a half hour, an hour, um, let's talk. Because sometimes all of us just need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of help, someone to say, I believe in you, man, I do. And, like what, and, and we're able to look at someone and talk to them and help find that one thing that's going to move them forward past whatever barrier they're facing. And that's what I want to be able to do for you is, is really help pour back into people. They've had so many people give to me. I got to spend time with Mark Victor Hansen many, many times, one-on-one and get coaching. And this guy, Peter J. Daniels, who's, who became, went from, couldn't even, didn't even graduate third grade and became like a billionaire in Australia. And, and just be able to be a chauffeur and be able to drive these guys around just, and they freely poured into me. So I feel like part of my life is to be able to freely pour back in others. So please reach out, guys. Okay, and what we'll do is we'll put the links right down here mm-hmm. so you can reach out to Troy uh, very easily and very quickly. Troy, I'd like to thank you so much for your time. Uh, you've been fantastic and shared some great knowledge. Uh, we wish you all the best, and let's stay in touch. Thanks, Casey. Appreciate it, man.